I find a lot of the people who are called to this journey have these big challenges perhaps earlier on in life There's, as you mentioned uh, I think not belonging is a big one I mean I can certainly relate to that it kind of grew stronger in my teens I must say as a kid I didn't have it so much I, I, me being different was okay I could read superhero comics and do and you know go and watch my Doctor Who whatever but that was fine and I could play games with my friends it was fine to have a big imagination but as a teenager I felt that was becoming more of a well, am I slightly weird or something? And this sense of not belonging grew. I was a round peg in a square hole, as I mentioned. So I felt a great sense of disempowerment, like you, you've, you've said. Certainly in my teenage years and early adult years, I had that feeling of oh, feeling of not on track. And I used to read all these uh, sci-fi books or fantasy books about heroes who were on track and having these magical adventures and, you know, and somehow was comparing myself. There are people having amazing lives. Why am I having this very ordinary, very boring, very stressful life? And somewhere along the line, I kind of had a feeling somewhere that maybe there was something more for me, but I kind of dismissed it as fantasy. I'm just, I'm just fantasizing. It's never going to be for me. But what I found is the journey, as you mentioned, is whatever the challenge is of I, I don't belong points to the opposite of community. I found great communities. I'm still finding great communities now of people who are more in line with my values, my interests, my outlook. I felt I had no voice and now I feel I have a very strong voice. You know, you've got these 91,000 people on YouTube following me and, and on Facebook, I think there's about 60,000 on a few pages and 10,000 on Instagram. And suddenly I've got a voice and people are interested. Or for some people, it might be experiences around the heart or love or betrayal. or And then, of course, the opposite of that is finding love. Or it might be feeling trapped, to finding freedom and liberation. So whatever the challenge, it actually points to the journey. So if someone feels trapped, the journey of the, the hero's journey is going to be one of liberation and expansion and freedom for them. It's going to be a breaking out of what the, what the challenge is and finding the gold in that. I think part of the journey is also one of value. It's a values-led life, which is a very coaching way of looking at it, I think. But when I look back on my life when I was working in the corporate world I had no idea what values meant it's like an inner compass isn't it what's really important for me when I eventually heard the term values and I saw, and I, I heard someone saying oh well, what's that and then I found out and I did a little process on it I found my values are creativity learning spirituality and community and when I looked at that old job I was doing it didn't tick any of the boxes actually not not one <laughs> and, and and the next job I did being a director of alternatives it ticked all of them which is why it's very hard for me to leave but now it's ticking yeah. all those boxes in a different way a perhaps a more intense way where we come from these challenges also leads to activating our inner potential which is a vague term because if you say well you know we've all got inner potential well what is it well i've got no idea part of the journey of going through all this calling refusal and then the whole process of, of, of the, that the journey does which is brings you challenges and uh, there's kind of allies who comes in and the, all of this and people probably know the journey you know the template of the journey that something vague within us starts to activate you know, so we may have that someone, the analogy, one person might be have a seeds of an apple tree and another person seeds of a pear tree, another person a plum tree, you know. And so it's only when it activates. My journey is, is apple and these are the gifts I've come to share. My journey's plum or my journey's pear, you know. So when I was working in the corporate world, I had no idea that I could write books. I was reading lots of books. I had no idea I could write any. This was something just seed form within me. I had no idea I could write blogs. I didn't, there was no such thing as a blog even then, I don't think. I had no idea that I could run events. Uh, I had no idea I could be a director of a spiritual organization. I didn't know I could run webinars. There was no such thing as webinars. I, I think coaching was very, very new when I was working in the corporate world. There was no such thing as a YouTube channel or podcasting channels. So I had no idea any of this was possible. One of the things for me, creativity was so important. And I, 
I did explore it conventionally in many ways. I did jewelry courses and stained glass courses and creative writing courses and none of it did anything for me. I was like, yes, but it's not quite. So it's only when I went on the journey and it suddenly exploded, you know, all this kind of explosion of creativity happened. And uh, I realized, oh, I'm, I actually am a creative person. And so we ignite this creativity. And I think one of the things, I know we talked about it before the podcast, is we become a resource point for our uh, descendants. We're a gift for the bloodline. I think there's a kind of healing that goes on in our bloodlines, you know. So when I look at my father and his work, he was totally unhappy in his work. You know, he, he used to come home from his job. He wouldn't say much about his work, but I could tell by his body language and way he spoke, you know, work is not great. And so I had this idea, work is not great. It's kind of a almost like a squashing or he felt like trapped or unhappy or I have to do this. You know, this is something I have to do for the family. And so now I think what I've been doing is transforming this in the bloodline. See, gift is to my children and grandchildren. Uh, and hopefully they'll read some of my books at some point. You know, grandchildren might do. That actually work is, is about play. It's about creativity. It's about fun. It's not about slog. Or it doesn't have to be about slog. It can be about slog. Mm -hmm. It can be about nose to the grindstone. But it can be about something else. And so when I look at my family... None of my family were resource points for where I am now. All of them were working class, nose to the grindstone, unhappy. As all the ones that I've met were kind of like that. As a, you know, some were more happier perhaps than others, but but I didn't have anyone that was really on their path on track, going, yeah, yeah, this is what I'm doing. So I think what I am now is a, is a resource point for other people, but also for or for for family. You know, my kid, my grandkids will, will look at me, and actually, I think I've helped my children as well. In, in where they've gone you know mm. I've encouraged them to follow their hearts even though w where their journeys led was never where I'd want to go but I, I've encouraged them go there if that's what you want to do just do it you know I've, whereas if I was still in the corporate yeah. world I don't think I could really say that with, with all my heart just follow your heart because I wouldn't have followed my heart so yeah. if, if a parent says follow your heart but they're not following theirs the kids kind of pick up on that I think 